Gods do not balance. George Steiner, The Death of Tragedy Book One, Arse End of the World Once there was a high quest to northern lands, a bright fellowship led out in sunlit glory by three heroes from the Great War, accompanied with the finest warriors and wise men of empire, and guided by an angel fallen from on high. The Grand Chronicle of Hjelteth Court Bard Edition. Chapter One. Well, that's that, I suppose. Ringle Eskith weighed the desiccated human jawbone glumly in the palm of his hand. He crouched on the edge of the opened grave, fighting off a vague urge to jump down into it. Looks cosy down there, out of the wind, dark and warm. He rubbed at his unshaven chin instead, three days of stubble rasping on calloused fingers, itching on hollow cheeks. His cloak puddled about him where he crouched, was soiled at the border, and soaking up water from the rain-drenched grass. The shoulder of his sword-arm nagged from the unrelenting damp. He shut out the ache and brooded on what lay below him in the grave. They'd come a long way for this. There wasn't much— Shards of wood that might once have formed a casket, a few long strips of leather, cured, stiff and crumbling, a mess of small bone fragments, like the leavings of some overenthusiastic soothsayer on the scry. Gill sighed and levered himself back to his feet, tossed the jawbone back in with the rest. Fucking waste of five months. My lord? Shan, the marine sergeant who climbed back out of the grave and now waited close by the mounds of earth his men had dug out. Behind him the work party stood around, soil and sweat streaked, entrenching tools in hand, scowling against the weather. Whoever dug this plot all those centuries ago, they'd chosen a spot close to the cliffs, and right now there was a blustery wind coming in off the ocean, laced with fistfuls of sleet and the promise of another storm. The three Huronish guides they'd hired back in Ornley already had their hoods up. They stood farther from the grave, watching the sky and conversing in low tones. Ringel brushed the traces of dirt off his hands. "'We're all done here,' he announced loudly. "'If this is the Ilrak changeling the worms sorted him out for us a while back, stow tools, let's get back to the boats.' A tremor of hesitation— Hands working at tool handles, feet shifting, the sergeant cleared his throat, gestured half-heartedly at the soft, mounded earth beside the grave. "'Sir, should we not—' "'Fill that in?' Ringle grinned harshly. "'Listen, if those bones stand up and follow us down to the beach, I'll be very surprised. But you know what? If they do, I'll deal with it.' His words carved out their own patch of quiet in the rising wind. Among the men a touching of talismans— some muttering. Ringill cut them a surreptitious glance, counting faces without seeming to. A couple of those he saw had been around when he took down the Kraken, but most were on the other ships at the time, or they were aboard Dragon's Demise, but in their bunks. It had been a filthy night anyway. Rain and howling wind, band light, muffled up in thick, scudding cloud, and the encounter was over almost as soon as it began. All but a handful missed the action. They had reports from their comrades, of course, but Ringel couldn't blame them for doubting it. Killing a kraken, at the height and heart of an ocean storm, by night. Yeah, right. It was a stock scene out of myth. A lantern-light story to frighten the cabin boy with. It was a fucking tale.
It was five weeks now, and no one was calling him Krakenbane that he'd noticed. He supposed it was for the best. He'd held enough commands in the past to know how it went. Best not to disabuse your men of their tight-held notions, whatever those might be. That went in equal measure for those who doubted him and those who told tales of his prowess. The actual truth would probably scare both parties out of their wits, and that, right here and now, was going to be counterproductive. They were twitchy enough as it was. He faced them, put one booted foot on the forlorn, shin-high chunk of moss over granite that served the grave as marker. He pitched his voice for them all to hear, pearls of dark wisdom from the swordsman-sorcerer in your midst. All right, people, listen up. Anyone wants to sprinkle salt, go right ahead, get it done. But if we stay here to fill this hole in, we're going to get drenched.